بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم خورجی و پاچه السلام علیکم Tape letters on the use of cassette tapes for audio messages between families in Britain and Pakistan. The cassette system was the perfect medium for speakers of Patwari, an oral-only language with no written form originating from the Patwari region of Pakistan. The recordings now act as a rare audio document of migration, separation and technological change for an oral culture. I believe in the soul, like I believe humans have a soul. For me, I think languages have a soul too. When I'm speaking Bahari, I feel like I'm connected to something that feels, it's a sacred thing, it's a sacred space. It's a connection that I have to a land that I wasn't born in. It goes deeper than that as well, it's memories. There's a history there. It's embodied in my body's language. When Pakistan became to the existence in 1947, Urdu was declared as their national language. The other languages are called as local languages, Patwari, Gujri, Saraiki, and even Sindhi, Balochi, Pashto. Patwari is a totally different language. It is a local language which is spoken in a area is called as Patwar. You can say it starts from Rawalpindi and ends to the Jhelum. These are two cities of Pakistan. But Patwari is mostly spoken in this area. When we were growing up, I began to see that there was a contradiction in my life which was very major. The language that I spoke, and the language I spoke in particular to my mother, was not the language I could write to her in. So there was a huge division. I always felt a sense of longing, something missing. Before tapes became a thing, what they would have to do is speak out the letter. Somebody would transcribe it into Urdu and then that letter would be sent. And then they'd have somebody else translate it back spoken again. So it was quite a long process, I can imagine, just to be in touch with your family. 
ਆਪਣੇ ਮਾਉ ਕੋਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਖਿਸਮਤ ਕਰੀ ਮੇਰਾ ਸਦਕਾ ਕਰਮਾ ਮਾਂਡੀ ਆ ਪਿਓ ਮਾਦਾ ਹੀ ਮਾਰਿਆ ਬੱਚਿਆ a letter writing would be a bind because not many people would be able to write good urdu you have to find a good educated person who can write the letter properly you have to find certain people who came professionals i reckon in the 70s letter writing in pakistan you have to find people yes read it for you as well plus you got to trust the person writing writes the right stuff on it so instead of going to them begging you just put a voice on a cassette and send it people weren't able to write at all they were illiterate and so they couldn't read or write letters which meant that that they only had an oral culture to go by and so i think the cassettes were a really handy sort of system and um, sat alongside that kind of oral tradition my mother tongue which i would say is pahari like pahari patwari my mother my father's first language it's my home language and for me my relationship to that is what is home to me Home is something that I feel safe in. Home is comfort. So when I speak my language, I speak it within my home. So it's very restricted. It's the only language I can speak to my mother in. I connect with her in that way. I connect with my grandmother that way because they don't speak English very well. It's parallel to how it is in the native land, right? It's a home language there too because you read and write in Urdu. and you interact in urdu for formal things there is times when i feel as soon as i'm a ranaka punjabi urdu speaker i won't speak my language i will also switch to urdu punjabi right and when i'm in those situations i do feel like i'm i feel very shy to speak it basically in front of them i will speak in broken punjabi and urdu so i think in that situation where i feel it I feel scared actually sometimes. If I was to pinpoint a feeling, it would be a, perhaps fear. And I've learned that. I've definitely learned that from my parents, I think. That's something that I was transferred with there. When we all sat together as friends, especially from the Kashmir side and Pakistan side who come from the same sort of broad linguistic cultural unit, we always spoke to each other in our own language. and of course with punjabis we could very easily switch as well when anything official happened whether it was a public meeting everyone spoke urdu i felt earlier on that there was clearly a class division which mirrored a sort of linguistic division if you like and as i grew older i began to understand those who had a little bit of money the ones who were aspiring up the ladder wanted to speak in urdu not all languages just like people are equal and not all languages are embedded within the same class and class fundamentally affects the position of language
my kids speak urdu instead of patwari instead of their mother tongue they speak their national language i think people feel that patwari or punjabi is a not a good language in a sense if they are speaking urdu they feel that their children are somewhat going towards the modernization and if they speak patwari which is their mother tongue they feel that maybe we are going back towards the old ages It's always seen through the lens of class. It's the working class, it's the lower classes that speak this. It has no written form to it, which means that it's demonstrably used by people who are not educated. So in some way, I think I was always aware of the class dynamics that were associated with the language. When I was younger, I used to associate people speaking Urdu with maybe somebody thinking that they're of a slightly higher status. At times, I thought that people who spoke Urdu perhaps felt a bit superior. Some of the families that we'd come across, they spoke Urdu when they didn't really need to speak Urdu. It wasn't really their mother tongue. And I guess Urdu's kind of got that connotation, I think, that Punjabi is more informal and Urdu is more formal and there's a kind of stigma, I think, around Urdu being like considered a better language over Punjabi, which I think maybe stems in, in some kind of arrogance because I mean, Punjabi poetry, right, it's, it's beautiful. But I do think that there is a stigma there. There are specific aspects to it that are shaped by its orality. Its very nature, its oral nature, means that metaphor and simile are sort of just woven into the thing in a very particular kind of way. What is this thing? Why is our language so denigrated? Where does it come from? How old is it? And of course, once you research into it, you find like all other human beings on Earth, we have an ancient tradition in fact, ours is probably one of the most literate ancient traditions. And if you respect literature or understand it, and I began to realize that more poetry is read and recited amongst our cultural background than probably anybody else I've come across on the planet. Saiful Maluk, for nothing else, is recited daily. In fact, I've actually attended janazas, the funerals, where the body is being led and one of the people in the funeral procession was singing a few lines out of Saiful Maluk. So in a way, the idea of poetry and literature is very much embedded in folk culture because prior to the advent of television and stuff like that, these were our primary forms of gathering. I think Patwari is actually 
quite a sweet version of Punjabi. Patwari is very soft. So there are some versions of like, if you go to Lahore, the Punjabi is a lot, how shall I put it? I don't, I don't mean like it's harsh. I don't, I'm not saying it's harsh, but it's not a soft. Patwari is quite a soft version of Punjabi. It's very mellow. I think there's so many different dialects in Pakistan, that's the thing. And I think you're most comfortable in your own mother tongue. I didn't realize I was speaking it. I didn't realize it was called Patwari. In fact, I was told and assumed it was called Punjabi. But one of the things I couldn't quite get my head around was why different people spoke this Punjabi and why Punjabi itself was so diverse. I understand that there are differences in accents, right? And the way people speak a language, but this didn't feel like just a shift in accents. It felt something different. So I could never really understand why we spoke Punjabi that was so different from the way other people spoke Punjabi. We were told that it was just a dialect of Punjabi and we've since found out that it is technically a transitional language between Punjabi and Hindko and that it's a language in its own right. When you get people who speak the language, when you ask them what the name of their language is, they will say, it's Apni Zaban. And Apni Zaban means our tongue, our language. This episode features archive material from the Tape Letters Oral History Project. Tape Letters is a Modus Arts production. Presented by Wajid Yassin, audio production and sound design by Oliver Sanders, produced by Leona Fensum and James Ibrahim Hadrill. The executive producer is Lucia Scazocchio. For more information, head to tapeletters.com. <laughs>